welcome to Percolating Perspective, the podcast that celebrates, revitalizes, and spit shines the American culture and the Western way of life over a steaming, piping, hot, delicious cup of coffee. Today on Percolating Perspective, what is rugged individualism? What are the components that make up rugged individualism? And how do we apply those components to our own lives to become rugged individualists ourselves? I'm your host, Gordon Michael Porter. Please like, subscribe, and hit the notification bell. Leave us a five-star review and consider becoming a paid subscriber at patreon.com. Also, check us out at Facebook and Instagram at Percolating Perspective. Now, for my favorite part of the show, the drip of the day. Today's drip is my personal favorite coffee that comes to us out of Mechanicsburg, Ohio, a company called Hemisphere Coffee Roasters. Now, Hemisphere Coffee Roasters is a really cool company with a great story. This company owns the farm where the coffee is grown in Nicaragua. They pay the villagers there very well to lift them up out of poverty. The villagers then farm it, they harvest it, they pack it up and ship it to Mechanicsburg, Ohio, where the man who owns the company then roasts the coffee in Mechanicsburg, packages it up in 12-ounce bags, and sends it to you. Today's blend is called Nicaragua SHG Cafe Diego. This is the best cup of coffee I have ever tried. Now, with that said, I've never had a bad cup of coffee from Hemisphere Coffee Roasters. Every flavor they have is amazing. This particular one, though, is just my favorite. It just does something for me. By the way, the SHG at the end of that, the name is Nicaragua SHG Cafe Diego. The SHG means strictly high grown. Simply put, that means it was all grown above 3,937 feet above sea level. Or, for our communist listeners, 1,200 meters. All right, so let's get into the meat of this podcast. What is rugged individualism? Rugged individualism is a distinctly American mindset and spirit that believes in several things such as taking pride in your work, a desire to be left alone to chart your own course, and to worship God as one sees fit. You might say rugged individualism is the very soul of America. It's what drove the pilgrims to Plymouth Rock. It's what drove the pioneers and the cowboys out west. And it's what drove our founders to the Declaration of Independence. Today, it's what drives someone like Elon Musk to embark on some missions that most men honestly believed were impossible just 10 short years ago. One component of rugged individualism we're really going to focus in on today is a concept and a virtue called nonconformity. On its face, nonconformity has some very negative connotations and even somewhat anarchist undertones, particularly in the postmodern era we live in today. To define our terms here, though, nonconformity is simply not conforming yourself to a standard that you believe to be incorrect. This can be religious, social, or governmental, or really any facet of life. Conformance is not a bad thing on its own merit. It absolutely has its place in civil society, but it can become very dangerous, as mankind's nature is to take the path of least resistance, or the easy way out. Nonconformance is actually one of the many American virtues that we, adri- that we derive from Christianity. Christ really was the author, with a capital A, of nonconformity. The political and spiritual leaders of his day, uh, what we refer to as the Sanhedrin, tried to force him to comply with their standards and force him to fall in line. As we know, he held to the truth, and him being God, he defined truth, even to his death, and thankfully for us, his resurrection. Now, a couple of minutes ago, I mentioned that rugged individualism is what drove the pilgrims to Plymouth Rock. 
the man who led the pilgrims from England out of persecution from the Anglican church leader King James I was a man named William Bradford. At age seven, Bradford became an orphan and was sent to live with his uncles and was actually set to receive an inheritance. Bradford began studying his Bible at 12 years old, which, side note here, the King James Version was not even uh, translated yet at this time. But after studying the Bible for himself, he began to walk to and attend a separatist church eight miles from his home. His uncles, who were Anglicans, eventually threatened him that if he were continued to attend the separatist church, he would be disinherited. After a lot of prayer, William Bradford, at 14 years old, left his uncles forever for good with a note that read, To keep a good conscience and walk in such a way as God has prescribed in His Word, it is a thing I must prefer before you all and above life itself. I am not only willing to part with everything that is dear to me in this world for this cause, but I am also thankful God has given me a heart to do and will accept me to suffer for Him. This brave act of rugged individualism, and more specifically nonconformity, is what would birth our nation. Just 16 years later, at 30 years old, in 1620, Bradford led the pilgrims across the Atlantic in search for a new world where he and his fellow separatists could worship God as they saw fit. Upon landing at Plymouth Rock, what would become the God-fearing United States was born. Fast forward almost exactly 200 years, we meet a man you've probably heard of before, Davy Crockett. Crockett is one of the most renowned frontiersmen from our nation's history. And actually, sort of a fun fact here, at 12 years old, Davy actually became an indentured servant for a period of time because his father was in debt. And this helped him get his father out of debt. His father willingly put his son into the indentured servitude to help him get out of debt. You might remember that Davy Crockett was famously killed at the Alamo. Uh, He left his home and headed to Texas to help the then Republic of Texas in their fight for freedom against the Mexican army. If you haven't seen the movie The Ballad of Davy Crockett, you really need to see it. It is a wonderful movie. It is quite the flick. Now, it is a little hokey. It's 1960s Disney. I'm sure there's some poetic license, but nevertheless, it is a fantastic movie. It's actually on Disney+, Plus, so... Take some time and watch that movie with your kids. It is rugged individualism on film. But several years prior, Davy Crockett ran for Congress and served under the administration of Andrew Jackson. As we all know, Andrew Jackson was no friend to the American Indian and actually was directly responsible for the Trail of Tears. Davy Crockett was not that man. He was a friend of the American Indian and actually fought for civil rights and equal representation and government for the American Indian. Crockett said this of his time in Congress, It was expected of me to bow to the name of Andrew Jackson, even at the expense of my own consciences and judgment. Such a thing was new to me and a total stranger to my principles. Davy Crockett, in every way, shape, and form, was a rugged individualist and a nonconformist, and someone we should aspire to be, and someday I really hope I can grow up to be like. Now, one final example of this uniquely American virtue nonconformity, and rugged individualism is a patriot from the American Revolution, Nathan Hale. Hale was a soldier in the Continental Army under George Washington. The Continental Army at this time was suffering defeat after defeat and really needed to get a leg up on the British. Nathan Hale volunteered to be a spy, to cross enemy lines in New York City and gather intel. He disguised himself as a Dutch schoolteacher looking for work and made his way into New York City. 
Now, unfortunately for him, he decided that it would be a good idea to take his actual teaching certificate with him that had his real name on it. So, naturally, he was very quickly caught, and it did not work out well for him. The British punishment for espionage was death by hanging, and naturally, he was hung. But before his hanging, he gave us a quote that we probably know better than any other from the Revolution. He said, I only regret that I have but one life to lose for my country. We often remember Nathan Hale as a man full of years, perhaps half of his life behind him. Nathan Hale did what he thought was right to preserve man's right to chart his own course and worship God as he sees fit at only 21 years old. Nathan Hale made that kind of commitment to give up his life for rugged individualism and for truth at only 21 years old. Now, while you don't have to sacrifice your life to be a rugged individualist, you can always do what you believe to be right, no matter the consequences and no matter the price. I challenge you today, take this uniquely American spirit and virtue with you every day and practice it. I promise you, you will be surprised how often you need it. Every day you'll run into issues where you have to decide between right and wrong. You have to decide if you want to stick to truth and stick to what you believe to be right or cave and give in simply because it's the easy thing to do and you just get along. You, you, you just go with the flow. Now with that, I'll leave you with it. Please don't forget to check out Hemisphere Coffee Roasters today, www.hemispherecoffeeroasters.com, or just Google the name. Please like and subscribe our podcast as well, and leave a five-star review. Until next week, I'm your fellow rugged individualist, Gordon Michael Porter. God bless America. Have a fantastic week.